going to start the show. All right, let's try and do some actual tech news. Welcome to This Is Only a Test. This is episode 28, recorded September 16th, 2010. Smith. Joining me today, uh, wearing a quite dapper Whiskey Media Members Since 2010 t-shirt, is Norman Chan. Members Since 2010. 2010. Uh, also here today, out t-shirt cooling both of us with a badass res t-shirt, is uh, my favorite Englishman, Gary Witta. Hello. Hi, Gary. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for the compliment. I mean, this is my favorite t-shirt. Dude, that is a badass t-shirt. And you can always tell anyone who gets that's how you know yeah, that person is cool, right? right? If they, if they know it's, the, it's, it's the exact kind of t-shirt where... You know, someone could look at it and say, oh, it's some abstract art thing. Or you could say, I know that, and that is Res. Well, it's a good design, but when you look at it, you're like, oh, that's the Res cursor. And then there's the dude. It's, he's, he's, subtle. he's floating down there in the bottom subtle. corner. Yes. So, you know, we haven't talked about this yet, but are you excited about that Children of Eden game for the, the Connect game, the Miz game? I don't think I know what that is. So Miz is the guy who made Res and, and um, uh, uh, Luminez, and you know, he's always done kind of the weird Synthasia games. This is totally off the script. We're, we're, we're through the looking glass here. The t-shirt has already taken yeah, us off, down the rabbit hole. No more than 20 seconds into the show, and we're already off on a tangent. But basically, it, it uses the connect, and it's like whole body movement with kind of a... You know, it, it looks really interesting. Does to it me. still have like a? Is it tied into music? It's going to be tied to music because it's a Miz game. I mean, right. he's a musician. It's what he does. Okay. So I, I'm like I would get a connect just so I could play the new Miz game. Yeah, I would follow that guy anyway. Yeah. After Rez, Rez Luminez. Did he do um, every extend extra? Medios. No, not every extend extra. Um, Rez Luminez Medios and uh, uh, what was the Dreamcast game with the girl dancing? Space, Channel, uh, Space 5. Channel 5 or 9 or 7. Space or Channel 5. Space Channel 5. He did that as well. Or he worked on that or he was involved with that somehow. Like that was, I think, where he got his start. I'm not sure. I met him. I did an interview with him at OXM once. He has a connect game. That's, that's good to know. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, that's worth the price of admission. Another sorely needed uh, mark in the plus column for connect. Well, we have Dance Central and we have Child of Eden we... or Children of Eden or something. Anyway, we're, let's not talk about connect right now. Uh, what's everybody, what's, what, what are you guys doing today? Saw some YouTube videos this morning. <laughs> Did you? Know? <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned this. I saw some YouTube videos too. They were linked were on Twitter. Um, so I saw. I woke up and I saw this link on Twitter um, that someone sent to Ryan Davis, and I had to click it. And it was a YouTube channel, which at first looked very, uh, very innocent. You know, some guy uh, taking video of a football game. Interesting. Um, I like football. It, not, no, they pulled it all the time, and. Um, it was like about you know what is it ten fifteen second video very uh, takes a dark turn very quickly and 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 then you realize he's just uh it's it's captioned like oh here's the Braskin cheerleaders you know hmm uh, I, I can see so how naturally this would go you sideways. clicked on it. and actually I clicked on it and then there was music that played like you know dance music and like, and it was panning over uh, the cheerleaders. And I'm like, okay, so this guy likes, you know, he likes Nebraska cheerleaders. Who doesn't team. like all-American sure. cheerleaders, sure. I say. Understandable. Then you look at his uh, related videos, and um, it's like he has like a couple dozen of the exact same thing. 
Is he a pervert, Norm? Uh, I, I don't know what to call him specifically. Well, I guess what makes video? it slightly creepy is that the videos are just him pointing a video camera at, at the TV screen. So it's not captured from the yeah, TV. it's not captured. It's, it's very, you can see like the scan lines. And it's an old TV. It's like a 4x3 oh, CRT. Boy. Right, and it's like, oh, this is you, not and, good. and it's the same music every time. And the video is slowed down, so it's like a slow motion pan. So his camera has some sort of slow motion feature, and he's doing that to savor the moment that the cheerleaders are on screen even longer. Any one this of these a, videos looks like the first this, 10 seconds of a trailer for a movie about a serial killer. Yeah, it seems like something like a one-hour photo kind of scene. He's, he's cataloging the, all the cheerleaders. It's all very wholesome in the description. It's like, you know, hey, you know, cheerleaders don't often get airtime during these college football games so you know we should celebrate it when they do so like he whenever it comes up he'll i guess capture it and (laughs) point his tv point his video camera at the tv and save it and put some music over the top of it and it'd slow it down and there but there is something kind of like like i said after 15 seconds you expect like it to say from the director of seven and zodiac so then like what happens what what does this guy do say you know there's like dead sports week like after college football's done and the pro football's done and there's like a week between the super bowl and the end of the Scouting. regular football season Scouting and they have the national cheerleading championships no no what does he do in the national cheerleading championship it's like 6 hours on that's like that's not interesting. Seven. Not interesting. Though. He just he wants the quick glimpse. He wants. He, yeah. This is this is this yeah. is the, the quick pan. We should the, stop the, talking the about flash. this right now because this is this is I'm, bad mojo. I'm just feeling uncomfortable right now. We also had uh, uh, something exciting happen a week ago from the time that we we're recording this last Thursday. At this time, we were running around like madmen with weird silver suits on. I think Norm. That was around, around a week ago. Yep, more or less. So, uh, any highlights? Any memories of the Big Live Live show? Well, Gary, you were you were a spectator. I I, I was on both sides of it. I just been I came along and uh, participated in a little segment, and then I was there for the block party. But for most of it, I was I was watching along with it was everyone a block else. Party? Yeah, I, I'm not sure if you remember well. Tell you about that. Interesting. Um, they're all you. You guys were single handedly the two of you responsible for the creation of quite a few internet memes were born. I think memelets through, is through fair. Memelets. Memelets. The the sight of you guys in your space age sauna suits with oven gloves and uh, and HD, HD vision yep. glasses. Have you, you worn those outside of the building, Norm? Nope. I'm you did look to. like something from a bargain basement rave. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> seems that we were we were one like lollipop ring sucker ring away from from you know some sort of trance music party. I, I mean, I, you, I, I think it's great that you, the people are out there, you know, photoshopping your images and creating little little memes and gifs and Lots things. Lots of animated guys. gifs, yeah. We, yeah. There was a whole giant thread, both on Tested and Giant Bomb, of animated gifs from the from the show. Well, some of the Dance Central antics that Gersman and those guys were, yes. were indulging in were, were just asking for it. When, when Drake got freaky on Jeff, it was really... Uh, that was a classic moment. It's the kind of thing you can't unsee. So, at what point do you not remember anything, or do you, oh, do, no, you I, do you have a do you have a clear memory record of the whole evening? You know, I'm going to go out. I want to go out on record because you know I I looked perhaps a little more intoxicated than I am. Your, your antics became one of the the, the the more memorable themes of of the day. You're, this is what it what it will be remembered for is you and your and your antics. Well, my antics were nothing compared to Matt Rory's antics. Matt, Matt Rory brought some big time a game, but Matt Rory was a slow burn though. Matt oh, Rory that was, was a slow burn. A slow burn. For you. That was three hours. I went from uh, zero to hammer. Oh yeah. yeah, You were more about three or four, just classic over the top, mo- zero to sixty the, type moments. The lesson there for me is that if you combine adrenaline and no food and a fair amount of beer and then a little bit of bourbon, things go sideways pretty quickly. Now, so you maintain that you didn't actually have that much to drink. 
I, I I think I had a shot and like three beers, which is I mean, I mean it was a it was a light evening by uh, by traditional Will Smith standards. I mean, I, a lot of it was exhaustion and relief that the thing is done. I mean, you know, when you're when you're done with a big project, we've been working on that for weeks and weeks, and everybody was kind of nervous to see how the whole thing was going to go, and then people started handing you booze, you know. Gets a little sideways quickly. I mean, I had a good time. I woke up the next morning, made my eleven o'clock flight, no problem. Uh, took the dog, dropped her off. You know, did the whole all the pre. Yeah, I'm surprised stuff. that you were you were up and, and tweeting functional. quite coherently in early like in the morning. Six o'clock in the morning. I was not yeah. expecting that. No, we had fun spectating that. Yeah, you guys were playing StarCraft, right? No, we, we were we were watching the crowd. We went for some KFC afterwards. We went and had some KFC. You went for KFC, and you didn't tell me you were going for KFC. We we thought we thought it best not to. We are no longer friends. Get the fuck out of here. Well, it was more of, of a spur of the moment thing. I was dropping Norm off okay. where, he, where his car was parked and there, we, we went past a KFC uh-huh. decided to, it was uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> reading uh-huh. the gaff thread at the KFC. Yeah, that's we the best were rereading some of the internet nice. threads in which you were fast becoming an internet legend and, and enjoying yes. that. I won, won a lot of goodwill that day. I, I, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That's the takeaway for me is it's, it's when I log on to test it and I see a whole bunch of people that cared enough about us to send us money. So that you know, we don't have to take a bunch of shitty ads or do things we don't want to do. Was it was it, it a success awesome. in, in success. that regard? Okay, Huge so you hit, you hit your targets and so, everything. So we hit. I mean, we wanted five thousand subs. We got five thousand subs. Uh, I mean, it couldn't have been happier. It was unfortunate that San Bruno exploded the same night that that. That happened. was unfortunate. That was a little bit of a yeah. damper. Uh, but I mean, all in all, it was a great day. We'll we'll definitely be doing more stuff like that. People who've subscribed will get access to the live show, uh, which we do every Friday. It's, it's not going to be that level of shenaniganry. But we'll definitely do some more crazy stuff uh, starting tomorrow, it seems like, which is exciting and scary. And the giant bombcast, which is a, a pillar of the content here, remains <laughs> free for, for all. For all time. Oh, man. And, yes. and boy, we'll get more exciting soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah? How's oh, that? Yeah. Did, did you not hear? Is this, is this the ice tea This thing? is the ice tea But is it confirmed that they, are they going to be able to make that happen? He, oh, did, he tweeted he it. Well, I know he tweeted it, but the question is, is it is one thing to say R- I'd like Ryan to do it? Ryan talked to him yesterday okay. on the phone. He said, He's on the phone. He is going to school all those pasty white boys from Giant Bomb. Well, he's—I think he's just going to record something. Oh, okay. So I don't know if he's going to actually do an appearance. Okay. But uh, yeah, so Bombcast is free for all time. Uh, We're going to come up with something new for subscribers. uh, You know, to kind of counteract the fact that that they're now not getting something that we told them they were going to get. I think we're going to set up some game servers that are, you know. Subscriber-only servers. Probably start with some TF2 servers in a bunch of different regions. Can we make them over 30 servers? Can, they, can these be for the older users? I'd, yes. I'd love to have a server yes. where I can go and play a game, be it Halo Reach or StarCraft yes. or pretty much anything, where I don't immediately get murdered yes. by some 13-year-old you know, high school dropout or you could whatever. Just be who, better. Who plays twenty hours a day? No, this is. Trust me. You, you, have you heard Xbox Live? Do you plug in the headset? <laughs> yeah, I play Xbox Live. The, these these guys aren't more than thirteen or fourteen, or at least they don't have the mental age. That's true. I always, I always thought it'd be that. funny if you know they used to do the voice changers on Xbox Live. I always wanted them to do one that made me sound like a fourteen year old, so I could blend in. Did you see uh, that? Hey, the, the in the in the new Halo Reach, Bungie's now even added a feature where if you. Uh, it has intelligent muting, where if you get muted a lot, it will just auto-mute you now, because it knows that you're <laughs> someone fantastic. that probably annoys a lot of people. Right. Right. So I'll have to remember to watch my language when I'm playing Halo Reach. Yeah, but, I mean, right. the nice thing about it is, remember in the old days when we used to play TF2, and and sometimes it would get a little salty, 
If you'll recall, I I, I do. Yeah, and I mean, you turn all talk on. Wait, we turn all talk on. It would just be a basically we stopped uh, playing the game, outrageous. and it was just nothing but but 24, 24 minutes of trash talk on two forts. Well, the, the good thing about well, I mean, I don't think it's a good thing, but you know, it was not a good thing. They're not they're not regulated at all. There's there's no way to uh, yes. ban or. Well, there I mean, is. I mean, privately you can, but I don't think you can report someone to Valve, can you? The way that you can on only Xbox if you cheat is, is seems right. to be the, the problem. The cheating is is very it's up to the individual regulated. server communities. It's more of a narco syndicalist commune. Team Fortress Two is pretty much the last game that I play where I can still hold my own in StarCraft, in WarCraft, in Halo, pretty much anything else that I play. I just I'm just there to give other players free points. color commentary. Well, I mean, I'm just there to be be killed so uh, that other players can fodder, profit by I my death. Yeah. Game. Okay. So should we talk about some tech stuff? So it's probably a good idea to get to that at some point. I mean, it's some, we're only like 15 minutes in at this point. Talk so. about what we've been testing. Yeah, I, so we've had a lot of good stuff in this week. We, well, first off, we posted just moments ago our, I mean, I'm going to call it epic. Would you call it epic? Well, it's fairly epic. It's moderately epic. Time-consuming. Diet Coke of epic. Uh, yeah, we, we did talk time testing because I have long thought that the talk time numbers that phone manufacturers report are a load of horse shit. Because, you know, you, you go to the spec sheet for a phone and it says, oh, yeah, the Samsung Captivate is good for 550 minutes or 350 minutes. It doesn't matter. It's good for like multiple hours. And, you're, and I'm thinking, you know, when I use my phone out in the real world, literally I pick up the phone, I'll talk to somebody and then I'll look at the signal and it feels like it's dropped 30 percent over the course of a 10 minute phone call. Yeah, I think the standby numbers are bogus, too. I'm not testing standby numbers. Takes too well, that would take it was bad longer. enough doing talk time. <laughs> how do you so test standby so numbers? How do you test 550 so, minutes of okay. talk time? Well, well so we had a ask. video. It's funny you, funny time you asked lapse? that. Well, we went out, we went out and um, we thought at first, let's just go out and walk around and talk on the phone. Walk the earth with phones. Right, because it'll only take like 45 minutes of phone. They'll run down really fast. That, that, that didn't work. That, Four hours later. You're yeah. like the Verizon guy. Was, Can you hear me now? It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. So uh, then we just sat, sat down in the office, set up some headphones, put the microphone on the phone next to the headphone, and c- called one phone from another. Right. And then set a stopwatch. Just left them on. And just let them go. To, and watch for drop calls. Five hours in many cases. Seven hours. Almost Seven eight. hours on one. Yeah, it was, it was grim. It was, a, it was a death march of testing. The video's up. The results are in. The, what, do you, what do you think the lesson here was of this whole thing? Uh, Do you feel like the talk time? You feel like it's a load of horse shit, right? I've never really tested it, but I, like I said, I, I, from standby standby to talk time, I've always felt that those numbers are are exaggerated, padded at best. Yeah, no question. Yeah, uh, all but two of the phones met or exceeded the talk time, or within like two percent. So that's good. Yeah, the two phones that didn't care to take a guess. Uh, well, I, I'm judging by the way you're looking at me. I'm going to say the iPhone four, the iPhone four. Spe- specifically was under, was under spectacularly failed was okay. under like 12 percent or something okay the droid 2 also failed interestingly those two phones both had the highest uh uh claimed talk time so what does iphone 4 for example advertise as it's as it's talk time the you know it's funny you ask because that. this is what I, but I one this, of, i'm opening this on the site right now so. one of the uh one of the selling points of the iphone 4 is supposed to be that it has the best battery of any of any yep. iphone right so claims 540 540 minutes. So that's that's what nine hours. That is divided by six. That's nine well, hours. Ten hours nine, would it be six hundred. Yeah. So nine hours compared to the three GS, which had a, a, a rated three hundred. Which three hundred seems to be kind of the low end, right? right. So three GS, HTC Incredible, Palm Pre Plus, and Captivate all were in three hundred to three hundred and fifty minutes, which is about so five hours. About five hours. Okay. Which, and the iPhone four actually had. About the same time, 382 minutes 382 was, the, minutes. was the was the test. That's what we got out of it. 
the Droid 2, even though it didn't meet the spec sheet, which was 575 minutes, 9 hours, 10 hours and 15 minutes, I guess. Is that right? No. Nope, 9 hours. 9 hours. 9 and a half hours. Yes, something. 9 and a half hours. I hope you did these tests in the evening so you weren't murdering all your minutes. Well, no, we did, we did AT&T to AT&T or Verizon oh, okay. to Verizon. So that's so free, right. Um, yeah, so 465 minutes on the Droid 2. Do you think that's good enough? I mean, if you think about, you know, you're probably charging your phone once a day, and depending on how how much, how heavily you're using your phone, I mean, you're not going to be on one five-hour call, probably not. But no. the question is, like, does it all add up to five hours? I, mean, I don't use my phone for five hours a day. How often do you run out of battery before you get home? At the it, end it, of the day? Well, you're, you're well, at home all the time. I, you're well, a bad person. No, but I travel, you know, I, I travel that's quite true. a bit now as well. That's and true. It's less to do with talk time and more to do with, the, you know, this, this is the thing. There's a million different things that can kill the battery now. Watching a movie, yeah, watching right. video, accessing Push 3, notifications. 3G data, Wi-Fi access. GPS. I, yeah. I frankly don't care about talk time anymore. Screen it's, brightness. It really, it really should be, they should give the stated, like, internet usage time. How long can I surf the internet before it crashes? Before those, would right be, those would be interesting statistics for me. I'd like to see a breakdown of, of, what, of what people are using their phone for the most. I, I would bet... I would guess that on, say, the iPhone, actually talking on the phone is probably not the number one thing that people are doing really on their low, phone. Judging yeah. by the way the phone works. Yeah. Email, internet, music. Yeah. yeah. Email and web. Uh, yeah, apps. Mus- yeah, music and whatever apps. And then talk time on a phone is probably like third place, I would guess. Well, and, and the other thing is my hunch would be that streaming music using like Pandora, RDO, or one of those services is going to be crazy, crazy hard on the battery compared to just playing it from Flash. I don't know why anybody would do that. Just load the music up on your phone because you've got to know you're murdering your battery because you're streaming. Yeah. You've got a constant connection open, which is probably over 3G. And you're playing the music as well. I yeah. mean, that's a, just a battery killer. Yeah. So, okay, so that's the that's the talk time testing. I mean, we pretty much just blew the entire story, but we did a funny video. Check the video out, if nothing else. Uh, that's up on Tested right now. Uh, next thing on the docket is the Parrot AR quadricopter drone. Gary, now you said you saw this elsewhere. I don't think you saw the same thing. This is no, the drone. I, I mean, I've seen it referenced. So this is the thing you can actually control with your iPhone. Should we make him watch it oh, right wow. now? Um. Well, we we could fly it around right now, but it wouldn't be very interesting for that. Show, show, show it to me after the, the yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So I'm what sure. it is is it's a uh, something we saw at CES and GDC and GDC. And uh, it is a uh, is it just helicopter? a very fancy RC copter? Is that it's RC helicopter? Is? Yes, okay. but you control it with your iPhone, and there are two cameras on it. Well, okay. and it's gyroscopically stabilized. So instead of having to be super fiddly and you have to have like incredible control over all these axes, basically if you just take your hands off the controls, it just floats. So it's easier to fly. It's, Okay. Not quite idiot-proof, but pretty close. All right. Well, that's good. So, uh, Do you have to control it with your iPhone? You do. So far. Okay. There's going to be an Android app at some point, but right. there's some technical but there's no, like, there. there's no like control device that no. comes with it? No. Nope. Okay. You no. use an iPod Touch or an iPhone, and you can use an iPod Touch or an iPad. It didn't work with our iPads, but you can use those because it's an app and it uses Wi-Fi. Right. So it's an access point on the helicopter. Okay. Well, I think it's actually an ad hoc connection on the on the helicopter. You create an ad hoc connection with the helicopter and then you get the feed from the cameras onto your iPhone screen. So you can look at the screen on the iPhone, and from there you see what the camera on the helicopter sees. So it's like a little Predator drone. Yeah, it is, pretty drone. much. Oh, yeah. It's called a drone. You can fly around, you can hover, you can turn, you can, it's, it's crazy. How much is this thing? 300 bucks. Okay. Is that a lot? I'm, I'm thinking this is a niche product. 
Uh, it's sold a Brookstone, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing that's sharper image, but a lot. I don't, I don't go to Brookstone for my weekly yes. shopping. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm nearly out of Brookstone stuff. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go get yeah. some more. You mean you don't need a new Shiatsu <laughs> neck massager? Latest, latest yeah, I don't chair massager. I haven't bought anything from Brookstone, but it is the best store to. Now, now that there's no more sharper image, it's, it's kind of that version of the store that well, you They used to have classier sharper image, right? No, sharper image was nicer. No, no, no. Sharper image was. Brooks, okay, sharper image was Brookstone plus. Uh, Spencer's Gifts because it had a lot of kitschy stuff. Uh, Brookstone is only like high class, you know, wood trim stuff that you would find in some someone who had too much money. They had a so, whole linen section when I went to pick up the calendar. Oh, of course. I was it's, surprised. It's like the, the most advanced pillows you can get. Yes. Do you know what I wish they would open? And I think they're leaving a lot of money on the table. Do you want to tell this on the air or do you want to save this for, you know, for us? No, I'm happy to share this. Oh, you think this is good? This is okay. Go for it. Sky Mall retail locations. Oh boy, come on! C- can't happen because they don't make their own products. They're they just resell from it's other just products. A catalog. There catalog. is a Brookstone section of the Sky Mall. Yeah. Well, 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 Target doesn't make. Well, Target does, but they they sell other people's. Well, most stores sell other people's products. That's true. The, Why not do it? The appeal of Sky Mall is that you, you there's nothing to read on the airplane. You got to yeah, read the it. Appeal right? of, the appeal of Sky Mall is right, there's nothing else to do. And some of the stuff is just so absurd you can't believe it well, exists. So when we first started coming up with the idea for that as seen on TV bit on the on the on the big show, yeah. the live live show, yeah, like we thought we were going to do Sky Mall, and you then we do went a Sky Mall follow up. We, we, we went and looked at it. Tried. Sky Mall is fucking expensive. expensive. Yeah, the stuff it's is all it's, overpriced. Yeah, it's for really... it starts at like a buck fifty and goes up from there. Oh yeah, I mean it's not inexpensive. Yeah, forty like percent of it is like infrared. Hair growth products, yes. Scalp massagers. It seems yes. like I, this is, but this is why I want you to do it though, because I want you to blow the lid on these products, which have got to be bogus, right? These hair massaging. Well, we had the ting ting stores and yeah. the, the dancing ting ting. Why, why, why would we need anything else when we had the ting ting? You know, there's a story. I don't know if I can talk about it, but at our after our after party, there were these women that came to our after party. Somehow got through our front door and into our office. The cute and interns from I, I don't know production who, assistants, perhaps? I don't know where they were from. They got in. And, and then they, they were walking around, and they walked by our set, and one of them said, oh my God, that's a Ting Ting. Knew what it was, grabbed it, and then used it on another woman's, uh, you know, her bosom. Interesting. Wow. Bosom massager at the As Seen on TV no store. I no idea. We, you know, we've said this for a long time. You know, the Walgreens massager section, the the heat and the yeah, therapeutic we, I mean, massage. Yeah, we all know what that's. That's really a sex toy bed. I of mean, course. yeah, we all know that. Okay, uh, what, what, what were, we, were we talking about? The drone. The drone's pretty awesome. No, uh, we were talking about Sky Mall. I'm still on that. <laughs> skip Sky Mall. It bums Tangent me out closed. that you can't order Boom. the steaks and the lobsters anymore. They took that section out. What, what? happened to that? Oh yeah. Wow. Well, you can see there there's anymore. mail order steaks works. But mail they, order can, steaks they, are bad. They have Don't a whole section of like bad movie props now. Like you can buy like yeah. Harry yeah. Potter ones for yeah. $150. Well, and... the, the thing you don't know is that, that that catalog is like a magazine, but it's ads. They sell they sell I'm sure Sky Mall sells space in that book to Brookstone and Sharper Image or whoever else is. That's in basically that. what they're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. their whole business. That's very clever. Kind of. I saw they have a gadget that is it's just like a light bulb, but it creates like a flickering luminescent light so that when you put it, you put it, say, in your upstairs bedroom or your living room or whatever. So when you're out, it, ma- it, it makes it, looks it look like people like are the, walking in front of the light. No, it makes it look like there's a TV set that's on. Interesting. Wow. They've yeah, got a lot I'm, of, so, I'm so poor. I can't afford a TV, but I want that. It's like people that are rich yeah. and have got a lot of money to waste on yeah. various things, but. Protective I'll, I'll light tell you, because there's a lot of kind of security products and things like that. Oh, they have like fake rocks for your for your huge backyard. You know, we a, printed a bridge. One of those. A fake rock that you can hold a key in. Yeah. 
Okay, this is, this is going nowhere. I'm done with Sky Mall. Are All we right, done with Sky Mall? Let's move on. Can we go back to the YouTube Creepy Cheerleader channel? No, we're done with that too. <laughs> okay, so Halo Reach came out this week. Do we care? I care. I'm playing I it. Mean, not, not I mean, really. I like multiplayer. So much. Like I said, it's in that category. I mean, and this, of course, is worse than most. I've, I've tried to play Halo Online maybe two or three times in my life, and they've all been among the worst moments in I'm, my life. I'm going to tell you a secret, Gary. What? Every Wednesday night, there's a group of people that I, we have worked with, the, the three of us, communally in the past, that play Halo together. Oh, really? Yes. So it's at 10 o'clock if you'd like to join. When is it? 10 o'clock on 10 Wednesday o'clock night? On Wednesday night. All right. Well, you'll, you'll have to give me some gamer tags. Yes. Because I've got to go in and flush out some of these guys off my list. That yes. It's no fun playing with these people. <laughs> yes. Okay. I want to play with a, with like-minded. You want to play with grown-ups. Like-skilled grown-ups that, that, that the game... aren't going to headshot me every two seconds. Well, that might happen. But at least they won't teabag you afterwards. Oh, God. Yeah, so, or you could play some StarCraft. Or you could play some more StarCraft. I never quite got past the idea, you know, coming from a PC background, playing a, a first-person game on a, on a gamepad has never been quite right with me anyway. You know, it's interesting. I wasn't going to bring this up out of, out of uh, respect for your, your wildly swinging fanboy nature back and forth from PC gaming to Mac to well, I, 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 away from PC I'll, gaming. I'll address again. that in a moment, but I take issue with, 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 with that. But, but go ahead. So, you know, you were, you were talking some pretty big uh, mess the other day about uh, about console gaming and and Halo and thumbstick gaming and on Twitter, as yeah. I recall. Yeah, I said that I don't enjoy playing first person games um, with a, playing those games with a gamepad. And then there was something about for life, yo, and I don't know. I don't think there was any for for life or anything like that. Okay. What happens is I say I say the simple things and. And people take them out of out of context. Like so, Ryan Davis jumps on me, okay. saying, "Oh, you know, uh, oh yes, well, we play video games on real video game machines." And I pointed out that his real video game machine is about three generations of of hardware that behind my it. PC. That was the one, yeah. And you know, <laughs> so so it's there's a potential for a flame war. And I tried to put it out. Like the point I wanted to make was, I'm very much a gaming pluralist. I have all the systems. Every I have the Wii, I have Xbox, and you've had all the systems for a long time. I have a PC and a Mac. Yeah, I, I've been this yeah. way for a long time. Uh, at least ten years. I used to be very staunchly in the PC only camp, and I and I mocked console gaming. That and was then, because of your bitterness over the Amiga thing. I assumed. Well, no, I love the Amiga. It was it was partly it was partly because I was paid to be a cheerleader for the brand as the editor in chief of PC Gamer. You know, you've got to you've got to stick behind the the format. And then you know, once my commitment to that was was released, I started looking at console <laughs> games, and I. And I enjoy some. Th- of them. I mean, do you think you have to do that? I mean, I don't. I don't feel like you have to be the wave, the flag waver. I still, the- I still get grief if I say something bad about PC gaming. I get people say, "How dare you? You're the former editor of PC gaming." Well, but- ten years later, I'm still expected to be some kind of brand advocate because I spent a few but- years as the editor of okay, that magazine. So I was the editor of Maximum PC for five years. Right. I'm very vocal about the fact that I play PC games, I play console games, I play portable games, I play phone games, I right? Play games everywhere, right? I don't feel like in order to do. Whether that job is PC gaming or, I mean, it's, it, I don't think it's re- I don't think it's required that you be, uh, just because you're the editor of PC gamer means that you have to be the exclusively a PC gamer during that time period. Well, no, I, I agree, and, and I, that's why I find it weird that even ten years later, if I say I enjoy playing console games, pe- some people, you know, in in these nonsensical holy wars where they, where well, they yeah, blindly there, support one that. platform, accuse me of being a traitor. But the point I was trying to get to was I love gaming on all in all its forms and all its platforms. And I like to think I can identify the strengths and weaknesses of each. When it comes to first-person games, I think those games are better suited to a mouse and keyboard and a PC. Well, hey, see, Halo is the one place. Like Call of Duty, no doubt. I mean, I, I play Call of Duty on the consoles. I am actively bad at that game. I am a passable player on, on a PC with a mouse and keyboard. 
Halo, I think because they designed it to be a very slow game. I mean, it is it is very, very slow. And part of that's because I've been playing a lot of Quake lately. But part of it is that it is just, you know, it's very, very kind of measured. And the pacing is very evident when you when you play that game in a multiplayer capacity. And it's designed to work with the slow turns and, right. you know, no sudden movements and all that kind right. of jazz. I mean, you're a giant robot after all, or cyborg or human person. Yeah, I just prefer I prefer the fast around. whipping around and fast reactions you're of, a of something like Quake or Team Fortress. Yeah. And those those games suit, suit me better. Now, you know, again, there are many things that consoles do incredibly well. Halo is an incredibly well-designed game, and it's the matchmaking and the social features are all... Second to none. P- you know, outside of Steam, PC doesn't have anything like that going yeah, on. Yeah, the matchmaking, even the match, even on Steam, the matchmaking, there's nothing. Like Xbox Live absolutely really. is the market leader in, in this stuff. Wow. So consoles are very good at some things, and PCs are good at others. But I can't, say, I, I, I cannot point out the strength or deficiency of any one format without people on the other side thinking I'm somehow a, a traitor to to, to the, the format that they like. It's bizarre. So, so the last thing, while while we're getting things off our chest, I think Norm has someone he'd like to apologize to. Who, I, who am I apologizing to? They're in the Southern Hemisphere. It's an entire country near Australia, between you know Australia and Antarctica. Perhaps. Australia too? No, not Australia <laughs> too. Uh, they brought us uh, Monty Python and um, hobbits. Hobbits, and there's a lot of sheep there. What Monty Python? Oh, they're English. I, uh, Flight of the Concords. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. The hell? Do, do you have anything? <laughs> Good you, thing I'm here. Do you have yeah. any listeners you'd like to apologize to or countries? Hi, New Zealand. Did you, did you offend you, the Kiwis in some way? I, th- I think I might have joined the live show. I think, I, I think it's bad, because... Be uh, as, as, as I, think, I think it was actually um, because Will offended all of Australia. Yeah, don't you have to I, apologize to Australia if Will's going to... No, if Norm's going to apologize to criminals. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm going to edit that out. It's it's a highest, was, highest amount of domestic violence per capita. No, it's the, the, the most, the, the most dangerous shit, shit per, per capita. <laughs> the most dangerous the, shit per capita. And, and, I, uh, I, you know, the Australians agreed with me. They're like, yeah, this is a fucking dangerous place to live. <laughs> so what did you say about... Least rainfall, most danger. What did you say about? I don't New think Zealand? I say anything about. I that. think you said "fuck New Zealand," Norm. Really? Yes. Hmm. Do you have any? Do you have anything you'd like to say? I, I think I was thinking about New Hampshire. <laughs> You're not making this any better. There's probably more people in New yeah, Hampshire than New Zealand. Start offending <laughs> Americans instead. Right. And they're closer. They can get to us. There's no water between us and them. I've been New Zealand. It's a beautiful place. Okay. You, so, so you the, still the, stand there, by there's your no statement? no taxes there. You don't have to pay a tip. It's all built into the price of coffee. I like that. Yeah, I think New Zealand. Yeah. They, I love New Zealand. Fantastic I'd love to visit lamb someday. and lamb products. Uh, Peter Jackson. They have all sorts of cool candy. It's yeah. very pretty. Rolling yeah. hills. They had that YouTube video with the sheep farmers that taught the dogs to herd the sheep and make patterns. Yeah, at somebody night. told me once if you ever want to. I, I, I used to wax lyrical about England. How, how I wanted to go back to England, but I didn't really because it's not the England that I remember. Like the kind no, of the it's a third world country now. They I said heard from no. The they said yes. Thank you, Pope. Um, he said they said go to New Zealand because it actually is like kind of 1950s England and things. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, they're still watching actually old BBC TV shows. From if it wasn't so, if it wasn't so far away, I'd be there like a shot. But it's, they have the internet. What is it? Twenty hours on a plane to get to New Zealand? I mean, where do you have to be local? What I guess you, you have places to go. You're I an important things, person. I got things to do. Okay, so Norm, you're standing by your earlier statement. You have nothing to amend your fuck New oh, Zealand. Oh, I, I, I believe I already amended it. If you uh, if, on the forums, so, I really think it's the height of irony coming from you. 
What? You you offended a much larger country, and you're compounding it right now. The much you larger... Can, but, but, but you're asserting some kind of moral authority all, over norm. All I said about the much larger country was that it had more dangerous shit per capita and less rainfall than anybody else. I think that's really cool. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure and there's something else that. in there as well about criminals and... No, I'd put the criminals bit in just now. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to cut that out, though. But I'm probably going to forget to. So Speaking of YouTube videos, you guys see that ant tornado video? No. Oh, my God. Why are we talking about YouTube videos? It's the best thing ever. We weren't. That was the funny thing is that no one checked that. He said, speaking of YouTube videos, we weren't. We weren't speaking of YouTube videos. (laughs) Can we talk about that? I'm going to try that. That's a good good trick. Speaking of iPod Nano watches, can we talk about how dumb that is? Let's talk about uh, yeah, that. Yeah, let's do, let's do that. All oh, right. You know, SkyMall has a, has a phone watch as well. No, no. See, their, I mean, their I phone watch they wouldn't send is it. a real phone watch. What it's service a phone is it watch. on? It's, it's, I think you, you put a SIM card phone? in there. Even the guy on the cover looks like a douche, and that's like in the best yeah. possible scenario. They've, they've made this look, make it, made it look like what this he, phone is. You know what be. he looks? He looks like he has the Star Trek bouffant. Yeah, he's not helping like himself. Like the TNG bouffant, not the modern one. It's not good. Let's, 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 let's get off the iPod. All right, so... Uh, iPod so, Nano came out last week. We got one in the office, and the first thing you did—the first thing I did was literally. put it on my wrist and wear it for. Well, hold on, how did you fix it? We all saw this coming, right? The Scotch second they yeah, the, the second they announced this yes, thing, we said yes. that someone's going to make a watch. That's that, it's going to be a watch. And uh, once once the Scotch tape went on, you know this it felt great. It felt like you could. So it wasn't wear a real a strap, but you you got a sense of what it would be like to wear it as a watch. Yes, because if, if you, you taped it to your arm, well, right, it, it works with tape because there's the clip. And all you do is kind of wrap wrap it around the that, clip. So that's the thing yes. is that people are just putting these watch straps under the uh, clip around yes. the clip, yep, right. around the clip, that and then correct. and and it it doesn't waddle, you know wobble around or anything. Uh, but as I said on the live live sh- big live live show, live. it doesn't work as a watch, right? It doesn't. Um, because the default screen is not the clock. No matter what screen you're on, if you put it in sleep and turn it on, it's going to be. At what's playing? So now that's playing. why whenever you wanted to check the time, you had to turn it well, on you could, and then swipe, 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 tap. You could bring the clock icon right onto the first page, right? Doesn't matter if you have it. If if, if you're listening to music, you listen, it doesn't matter if you're listening to music or not. If you press the button, yeah, and I mean, you're not going to get the watch as the no. The, but the aren't you at least going to get the home screen with the four front? You could, icons? but then you, have to, then you have to tap it, right? So it's no different from having to swipe twice. This is actually worse than the first digital watches, like 30, 40 years ago, yeah. where you had to press a button to illuminate the time. Now yep. you've got to press two buttons. Yep, this sounds very terrible. A physical one and a virtual. Button. Now, one thing that Apple could do is, of course, provide some kind of firmware update that would allow you to make the at the clock the default page that pops up. And you yeah, swipe like, that like the iPhone. Like you imagine right. on the iPhone, you hit the sleep button, and before you unlock it, you see the time. And it, that's what we want. And, and it seems like Apple are aware of this because one of the reasons why people started talking about this is the clock app is meant to look like a watch face. Right. Yep. So well, why is, not provide something a little? I think they're testing the waters. Yeah. They wanted to see if there was a market for an Apple Watch, which there absolutely is now. Incipio is selling a watch strap. For $25. Well, this is one of those things. $25 for a piece of plastic. Literally, literally like three years ago, four years, when the iPhone was new and MacLife started doing those, those like, what what are the magical, you know, the, the render stories where they all imagine some new eye product. Right. Like, this was this was my pitch, the right? The iWatch. Yeah. Yeah, the iWatch is... is Something that wirelessly talks to my phone, has the, is an instant always on screen... Uh, that I can see stuff that's on my phone without having to take it out of my pocket? Surreptitiously check my IMs or texts or whatever? Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. So now I want an e, like e-ink watch. 
then the battery lasts forever. That was the other thing. The battery, after a day, you have to recharge it. Ooh. I mean, what kind of Ooh, watch do you want that you want to recharge every day? Part of, the, part of the reason why I think we're going to see these watch straps, if we like it or not, is that a lot of the people that are in the business of manufacturing cases, like Belkin and Griffin and all these people, they, you know, that was a big part of their rake-off was nano cases. And I'm oh, yeah. sure when they saw this design, they were like, oh, shit, there's no... There's no way to put a case on that. You don't need a case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this is their this is their fallback. Yep. Definitely. O- true. Also, like I mentioned, uh, the headphone jack you have to leave, exp- leave it exposed because you want you want to play headphones and listen to music. You wash your hands. You already ruined it. You already lost yep. the warranty on our. Right. So it needs I, to be I, waterproof. I, 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 I think you yep. need some kind of Bluetooth chip in there, right? So you can run wireless headphones off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, do you? But do you think the idea of an actual Apple? Uh, an app watch? watch is is that a viable thing it needs to do edge? more than just time and music what else would it need to do what I, else would it need I, to I do that the nano what, doesn't do right now it would need some type of internet connection I, like wi-fi right you would need wi-fi because you want to get your emails and stuff on it right yeah. i want it to connect through my phone i want it to use my phone as the mothership so that i don't have to monitor two things so i'm just monitoring one thing and that's just an so alternate f- phones in your pocket or your backpack right and personal then, area network and then you're. Oh, I see. Because I was saying, it's, you know, you can't really, res- you can really type emails out on that. No, no, no. It's just to look. Just okay. to see how many messages you have. Just uh, see what the weather's like. So see who the phone calls from. Like, it's like your at a glance buddy. Right. And if you want to, if you want to get in deeper, you pull your pull phone out of your pocket. Who, right. right. Who is that? Gary calling? Oh, I'm not going to answer that. Is so that I could even. Yes, I am. So I, I could just go boom, not answer. If yeah. I want to answer, I pull Straight my phone to voicemail. Out. That's that's not such a bad. Or idea. if you want to answer, you answer. You, you have your headphones on. You know, you just it just switches over. Do you th- I mean, this all sounds good in theory. Is this a real? Is this a real product? I mean, the ni- something people would want. The nice thing about Apple, two years, Gary. Yeah, two I, years. I, I bet next year, year after. I think. Normally. And of course, Apple is that one thing they're very good at is making people want things they don't need. I want some stuff. What do you want right now? Do you have some stuff? I'm gonna want it. I'll, I'll take it. Okay, I'm gonna play some music, and then we're gonna talk about tech news. So. uh... IDF was this week. That's the that's the Intel Developer Intel, Forum. Intel Developer Forum, I believe. It's their big annual. Let's like make all doing, our Apple or Intel announcements. I feel like we're doing an NPR segment now. Everybody's speaking. It does. It feels very proper. So we're talking about Intel. It's all very serious. So uh, this week in San Francisco, the the Intel Developer Forum, Intel and AMD both announced their CPU GPU hybrid chip designs. Codenamed Sandy Bridge and uh, Xanax, respectively. Zagat. 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 Zachariah. What is it called? It's called Fusion, is what AMD calls it. That's it. I don't think Intel's announced their product name for this. I think right? there should be some like vaguely upper middle the core class two line, right? piano core music th- in the background right now. Or, well, I can do that later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, add that on and make it sound yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. where you really are listening to NPR. Yeah. So. Uh, these, unlike previous chips, uh, which used integrated graphics in oh, you're gonna the North keep, Bridge. you're going to keep going? You think I should? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You, you have to now. The Gary's called you out. I can't tell. I guess uh, you should go with it a little bit longer. See how I, long I'm going to see how long I can keep going. Yep. Uh, unlike previous uh, previous integrated graphics designs, which featured graphics either in the North Bridge or under the chip die, uh, under the chip heat spreader, but on a separate piece of silicon. These are unified designs that feature a single piece of silicon that contain both CPU and GPU elements. So are we seeing... I'm not trying to do the thing, but I... No, that's probably good. I, let's just, let's just, just move on. Territory. Are we seeing... You know, years, years ago, of course, we saw the, the bifurcation of, of graphics. It's into a good a, word, into bifurcation. A, I love that word. Yeah, I use it a lot. It cuts people in half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
we we saw graphics being taken off the off the chip and and made its own separate thing with you know 3D acceleration and that became a big deal. And yes. now, of course, graphics have to be their own separate chip. Are we seeing that now coming back together? Well, so so what's happening is for cheap machines like netbooks, low end notebooks, and eventually higher end notebooks. Right. Uh, I mean, power power consumption is a concern. Cost is a concern. So by putting all of the stuff that you need on a single die, just like with the Xbox 360 redesign, the most recent one, where they took the CPU and GPU, put it on one piece of silicon, that makes their that brings their cost way down, reduces the amount of heat that's generated, reduces the amount of power that's required. And all three of those things are great for notebooks. But most, but most, most notebooks don't have discrete graphics anyway, right? Um, most low end notebooks, like the high-end Alienware type. Yeah, ones. in the in the price ranges that they're talking about. So these are like starting at six hundred dollars and going down pretty right, much. Right. Right. Um, then no, there are no. There's no. I mean, I guess Nvidia has their thing, the the Ion thing that seems like it's kind of a failure. I mean, we haven't seen anything out of them in a while. Agreed. Uh, but but I mean, for the most part, discrete graphics on the extreme low end has been a failure because. The people who are buying those cheap notebooks really don't give a shit about it, uh, and the manufacturers definitely don't want to eat the cost of uh, extra chipset, extra complexity on the board designs, right. extra memory, all that kind of stuff. However, the problem is uh, modern uh, – the, the tasks that people expect these laptops to do, like play high-def video and play Flash games and even play like you know WoW and basic MMOs and stuff like that, they can't do on the, on the shitty integrated graphics. Right. So, because you need some scary math, and there's acceleration that's required, and all that. So that's what these two products are designed to to, to kind of. So it's Intel's is their next gen integrated graphics solution, which has traditionally been you know pretty shitty. Um, and AMD's is is a similar, but with a more capable graphics solution. It seems like based on the the same core technology as the evergreen GPUs that are in the 5000 series. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I read Lloyd's, uh, Lloyd wrote a piece for you about this, right, about Sandy Bridge. No, uh, he oh, no, it's on Maximum PC. PC. Sorry, Lloyd. 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 Yeah, Lloyd's a good guy. Um, and uh, his, he, yeah, his take seems to be basically what you just said, which is that, you know, these, this is not going to be like putting a high-end uh, 3D graphics card. Like 3D is probably actually where, where it's going to be the least... Strong. Yeah, I mean, like the demo the AMD guys had was City of Heroes and play. StarCraft, right? And ne- neither of which I didn't see StarCraft. They showed but... StarCraft, and ne- neither of which are tremendously graphically intensive games. No, StarCraft Two, you mean? So StarCraft yeah. Two, yeah. StarCraft One, StarCraft that, that One would be running not today would not be uh, not be at all no. impressive. So, so yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not for, it's not a gaming play. It is purely for accelerating GPU applications, so video transcode, video decode, video encode, stuff like that, and for. Uh, well, things like the new IE9 developer preview, or, or beta, actually, rather, that does 2D acceleration uh, as a wrapper around Direct3D uh, to accelerate things so that your web pages become kind of more appy. So um, Sandy Bridge is not a high-end chip. It's not it's neither, just... neither of these are high-end chips. Okay. However, Intel, uh, AMD, I, I don't know what Intel's roadmap is because I don't think they're talking about it yet, but AMD has said that in 2011, first half of 2011, they are going to ship to, to hardware manufacturers, a higher-end version of this technology called uh, Lano, L-L-A-N-O, that is uh, designed for $1,000-plus notebooks. So, I mean, it's going to replace the discrete 4830s and stuff like that in, in mid-range, mid-high-end kind of consumer notebooks. 
But for right now, right. the i seven is still there's no there's nothing on the horizon that's that, that is well yeah above for desktop that. there's right desktop i seven and Radeon fifty eight nine eight seven yeah you'd never go integrated for desktop GTX right. four eighty yeah because you don't, obviously that's not an issue I mean the, some people do go integrated for desktop like if you're building something for your home theater you just want to play video on I mean perfectly acceptable. So that was one. I think that was one thing that Lloyd said was that Sandy Bridge is, is will be a good part for people that want to build a HTPC. It's definitely interesting. I mean, Intel's had problems with HD video playback in the past, uh, even on the, on their integrated graphics. I, I mean, I've done testing and I've I've seen their perfectly smooth HD video playback that was actually you know you you could noticeable hitching. You could see noticeable hitching in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think. I mean, I think that's gonna. I, I, this seems to be getting better reviews. I haven't actually seen this in person. One of our uh, stringers wrote this one up for us. Okay. So of interest to low-end notebook Notebook, people, netbook. I mean, and, and possibly eight, eight home theater PC guys. Well, and the other side of it, on the Fusion side at least, is that they are committed to scaling it down even further because the low-end right now on the Fusion stuff is a 9-watt part, uh, which is not very much for PC, but a ton for a tablet or phone or something like that. What they're saying is that they can scale it down further so they can get down sub-1-watt. Is AMD going to respond? You'd think that now, since they now own ATI, they'd be in a good position well, to... Well, that's, that's the AMD Fusion chip. Okay. So we talked about two things, the Sandy Bridge and then the Fusion is the right. AMD answer to that, right. which I think looks much more promising. But, yeah, I mean, but, I mean we, they have... The, I mean, they, they bought ATI in-house, right? So they've got yeah, whatever expertise they have, they, they now have. Yeah, so, we, so when you buy an AMD Fusion chip notebook, you're buying... I mean, it's obviously scaled way down, but it's the same essential technology as in the Radeon 5870, just a lot less shader engines and more focused. Which on is, video I mean, that's what I have like in my that. desktop gaming yeah, PC. It's 5870 is a high end card. Right, exactly. So, I mean, but the thing is with video cards, the performance of a video card really is based on a couple of things, you know, memory bandwidth, how many shader processors it has, and then there's some other capability stuff. But so, where a 5870 might have 1600 shader processors, this one will have 50 or 100. They haven't made any kind of, they haven't told us what the final configuration of these chips is. All right. So they'll be much less capable, but they're also running at lower resolutions, a whole bunch of other stuff. So anyway, that's uh, Sandy Bridge and AMD Fusion. Uh, also, uh, well, we talked about IE9 a little bit. Do you want to talk about IE9? We have not talked about IE9. Well, I, the IE9 beta was announced yesterday, and you can download it right now and install on your Windows machine. Have you guys done it? It's very – I haven't done it yet because, you know, my, my main work machine is a, is a Mac. But, um, uh, you know, I, follow, I do follow the Twitters. And I heard uh, I, I, it's been very surprising to me to see you don't often see the words Internet Explorer uh, in in any kind of positive context these days. Most people don't like it. Most people think it's the worst browser. Um, obviously, it still has a tremendous chunk of market share because it's just you know it's there the default. on your PC. Yep. Um, but I'm seeing some people that you know people that swear by Chrome and Firefox and even the the IE nine the the real the real IE nine uh, curb stompers are, are saying that this is this is good so, uh, so IE nine is on a really interesting development cycle because IE uh, they do really big they don't like iterative uh, releases right it's not like Firefox where you have you know four three point six yeah, right, two right. four yep. yeah and like every other week there's Firefox release with a new feature and in Chrome same way uh, IE nine I mean the wait from IE seven to eight was long, and eight it's to like nine. It's like Windows; you just get a big, kind of, new you get one release. big release every five years, whether you need it or not. And yeah. so, half of the release is catch up; is you know putting in features that we now take for granted on Firefox and Chrome. Right. And half it is them trying out new things that they think are innovative, um, and that we will might eventually see on Firefox and Chrome. So with IE eight, they the thing they did was tabs. I think it was the first IE with tabs. Um, and that was, you know, something Firefox popularized, and 
That's what they took. Yeah, who can live without tabs these days? Right, exactly. And with IE9, the big thing they're taking is uh, the minimalized UI interface from Chrome. Just no menus. You know, the big, like, three icon menus in the top right. So if they can't invent something new and awesome themselves. Well, even IE8 had a very bare bones. It was fairly bare bones. how to use it at times. It was so so minimalistic. Mm, I think this one's even more, if you look at it. Like, the tabs and and the... uh, the, the, There's no search bar anymore. So it's... It's like the same super smart, awesome smart, bar, awesome bar ripoff um, that shares the same uh, spacing as your tabs, right? So is it and like the, is it like the Chrome bar where I can type in a URL or yep. t- if it's just if I just type or in a search, phrase, it'll search, you just type in what you're looking for, whether and, it's and, a URL and or it'll search with Bing. It'll search with Bing. It's going to insist. But you can configure that. You can configure. Sure. Yeah, okay. Default, of course, yeah. is Bing. Um, and then they do. I guess uh, the big thing is better Windows 7 integration. Mm-hmm. So they're doing crazy things with jump lists and pinning stuff. So that stuff is neat. So it seems, I've seen some people saying that in early benchmarking and, and so on, that this is actually really outperforming even Chrome, which is considered the fastest browser. It really depends on what benchmark you're looking at. So I think it's the, uh, the really, really, uh, like the 3D stuff and the, the like really heavy JavaScript, maybe. I mean, I, Microsoft has their own uh, portal site where they're, showcasing all the best websites that you should visit with IE, you know, including like Top Gear and the Killers and stuff like that. Right. So it's, it's, I think it, it brings it up to the level of Chrome and it's still beta. The other, the other thing I noticed is that somebody pointed out that it's, uh, the one thing it does seem to be slow to adopt is HTML5, which I'm wondering is, is once again another, another blow in the war against Apple. Well, there's Silverlight, right? I mean, Microsoft's, right. Microsoft's answer to Flash and, and all the problems with Flash is Silverlight, not HTML5. Right. I mean, the thing that worries me about new IE doing all this cool, amazing stuff that is not standards compliant is that once again, we're going to dive back into the horrible, horrible time of the early aughts, whatever the hell we're supposed to call them, yeah, 2000s. What do, we, what do we call that decade? The, er, the zeros. Er, the early noughties. The decade that time forgot. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, is that we're going to roll back into a time where you have to have two browsers on your system and use two browsers regularly? Because, I mean, the thing about... I have that already, don't you? I, you, I, you, I, you must have more than one browser. I have, two, I have multiple browsers, but I... 99.9% of the time. I mean, the only time I fire up Firefox is if I need to test something on one of our sites or something that needs to not be logged in or not have the cookie enabled. I have to keep Firefox alive for, for one site that I go to that Just for some reason won't work with any other thing. Mm. Um, I obviously don't have to worry about Explorer anymore because it's not even on Mac anymore. Right. Uh, but I will, uh, you know, I'll usually use Chrome. Of course, when they did the live streaming Apple keynote, I had to go to Safari because right. you know, exactly. Apple forcing you. That's a good example of um, getting But started. yeah, I mean, I, I'd be very sorry. I, I think most tech-savvy computer users have more than one browser at least. I run, I run two. You've got to have a backup regularly. browser. And, and Chrome, I think it's faster, yes, but I don't like the plugins as much. And I think it takes up too what's, many mem- too much memory. I use Firefox as default. And Chrome okay. I just use for work, Chrome. for email. I, I use Chrome. Because we use Gmail for work. So I, I use okay. my Chrome window because I like that it's all separate processes, but that's a lot of memory. I just use Chrome for Google Docs and, and Gmail and, and stuff like that. So a couple, I got a couple of questions about this. It, uh, amongst, amongst people like us, the, 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 te- the techerati, whatever you want to call them. Nerds. Uh, people who, who pride themselves on knowing a little bit about computers. Nerds. nerds. Yes, okay. Yeah, nerds. Um, a, lo- a lot of us take it as a point of pride that we don't use Internet Explorer. It's, it, it, it's really picks up quite the stigma these days do you think well, that, that, that this is a step towards countering that and people will eventually go you know what this is actually a really good browser because that's what i seem to be seeing with ie9 i mean i, I don't i don't use it not use ie because i you know i'm like oh i'm all super special i don't use ie because it's been a really shitty product for 
eight or nine years, right? Right. Um, and it's also, and this is the other, this is the other part of my question. It's also the 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 browser that has the most uh, security problems, simply because it is the most common browser. It's the one that is most profitable for. Uh, griefers the, and virus yeah. people to, to design viruses and trojans and various security exploits around right I, I mean i don't know i mean a lot of it depends on the plugins really for me as i transitioned from firefox to chrome i learned that much more important to me than than like whether my bookmarks come over and stuff like that is whether i can use the extensions that i i'm used to using the mouse gestures and have some sort of bookmark sync across all the computers and stuff like that and chrome does that automatically it's really mm-hmm. really nice um I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Norm? Are you going to switch to IE? Um, I think it's, I mean, the switching part is hard. I can be perfectly happy with IE, but if I'm happy with both Chrome, Firefox, and IE, or all, all three of those, I'm going to stick with the one I'm most comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, after a while, you just get used to things being yeah. the way they are. Like, I use Chrome a lot now. Occasionally, when I have to fire up Safari or, or Firefox, I'm like, oh, I don't know where my tabs are, and it's all a bit different. So, so for yeah. me, being just as good as Firefox and Chrome isn't enough for IE. It needs to be much better for me to What well, has to switching. offer something unique? Really, and, and right now yeah. it doesn't. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens when we see more app, more of the kind of. I don't know. I don't know if you saw the Amazon Bookshelf demo, but it was one of the things they they were showing today or yesterday, whenever they did the launch. Um, and it's, I mean, it's basically it looks like an app, but it's inside a browser. I mean, the question there is: Is that stuff going to work on Mac? Is it going to work on other browsers? Is it going to use some sort of industry standard thing, or is it going to be proprietary Microsoft crap that nobody's going to? Because I, mean, I think the, I think we've reached a place where web developers are savvy enough now, and companies are savvy enough now, and the market for non Microsoft browsers is so big that you know if you're Kellogg, you can't design sites, or Bank of America, you can't design sites that require a browser that has fifty or sixty percent market share anymore, and that's not available on two platforms and mobile for most people. So is that holding back high-end web innovation and design, the fact that there isn't just one simple set of standards that you know everyone's going to be using? Well, I think – I mean I think the point is with DHTML and and HTML5, you should be able to do that. Uh, whether that's the case or not, I'm not in a position to say. But what we've, what we've actually got is HTML5 trying to push through. You've got Flash, which is the dominant platform but has right. a lot of problems. You've got Microsoft with Silverlight. Well, which not the dominant platform. The, the dominant platform for you know advanced interaction. Well, it's, it, I'm just saying it's the it's the most ubiquitous one right now. Most sites use Flash. Well, but most sites use HTML 3.2. So I mean, you HT- can't really compare as what we'll say. Yeah, what I'm saying is that the ubiquitous thing is HTML. Previous versions of HTML. Right. Flash is something that comes in on top of that, and it's right. much less popular overall. But it's the it's the kind of for rich web experience, Flash is the go to. Right. So, anyway. Uh, next thing we're going to talk about, do you guys want to talk about uh, iPad OS 4.2? Yes. I have it right here. I want to see it. I would like to see it. I'm going to open up my iPad right I'm going to, I'm going to your paint. Fa- your fancy uh, antique right. uh, bookcase. Time to put on I'm, our enthusiast hats. I'm painting a word picture here. So I have a super fingerprinted up iPad in a dodo case. My dodo Beautiful case. bamboo. Is it the bamboo it's one? It's the bamboo one. Very it's fancy. fantastic. I really like it. It's, I've dropped my iPad a couple times and it's protected it reasonably well. That's great. It, it's like three or four months old now. It doesn't look all beat up. And it really I does like. look like an old, an old journal like or something. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So, and it folds flat or yeah. triangular. Which now, I does like. it have any, uh, any stand? Uh, use can you can I make a wedge stand that, out of it? That's it right there. Oh, you know, okay. No, no, okay. It's you not can, very wedge. You can get it vertical. You know, it'll kind of maybe. I don't eh, know. How to try I'm not, that. I'm not loving that, but okay. I mean, I don't fly that much anymore. All right, so. four point okay. two. 
So I'm going to turn on the power. All right. Can you move the flask out of the way so I can get a better look at it? So 4.2 was bottles, released the on the dev channel for um, the iOS uh, developer. Developers, which okay. seemingly now, I am. This is something that, that regular people are going to get probably in November, right? Yes. And Later. If, if you've, I mean, there, there is like a, the software is already out there, but do not install it because you can't install it if you're not provisioned. on your iPad or your iPhone 4.2 just yet. Right, right. Uh, you can get the software file and you can try to do it, but it might break your phone. If you're not, yeah, yeah you if, you're, if you're not, if your Apple hasn't blessed your iPad as yes. 4.2able, it will just not yeah, work. Messing right. with host file and stuff won't, won't fix okay, it. Okay, so no. let's take a look. Okay, so we're at the lock screen right now. Yep. You guys are looking at right, a picture of look, Chloe Bananas. Yep. It's it just 3.48 like p.m. Everything yep. looks the same. Yep. It has the new, uh, wait, I, I have the cellular off, but okay, so it's unlocked. Straight to Twitter. Home screen. All right. Okay. Has so anything you, changed? Nothing well, you looks... immediately get the the, the bogus the water droplets uh, <laughs> backdrop that they insist you get with the new iOS update. Yeah. Right? Who decided on that? That's, I don't think it's that, that is one. pretty dumb, isn't it? Hey, Ryan Davis is looking in the window. Hello, that's Ryan really, Davis. That's creepier than the YouTube channel, dude. Hi. We will be there. I mean, given that they're all people roughly my my age, I think I might actually stand a chance. Okay, we'll see. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Halo hate. Ryan's Ryan comes into our podcast to advertise for TNT, not knowing He's that it's not us live. Over. We'll be there. We'll we'll be there. We're gonna wrap it up. Okay. Okay. This podcast is cut short because of giant bomb. You can let them know at giantbomb.com what you think about that. Sign up and send us an email. Yeah, sign up, subscribe now. I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll be thanking them. Okay, so, so game, podcast now exclusive. Game, game Center. Game right. Center is Game here. Center is new. Which okay. so far has been completely useless. Yeah, I, I created an account and that's it. None of us are friends. I'm friends with you, I think. The, yeah. the most fun game I've played with it so far was trying to figure out how to turn off the fucking push. The horn. The trumpet. Or whatever. Oh my god! I, you know, it's funny because I didn't realize that there was a way for them to make iOS notifications worse. But oh, then they, they did oh, that. They found it. Yeah, congratulations. And the, guys. And the great thing is, you can't you can't fix that from inside the app. You have to go to the oh, settings. No, no, yep. no, it's not. just so annoying. And still, and still, you can't do an SMS tone. You can't change your SMS tone to something you want. Right. Anyway, so what else are we seeing? Okay, here? so so Game Center. I can make a folder. Oh, make a folder. Ooh. Oh, jiggly icons. Oh yeah. Oh. I'm dragging icons on icons. It's more than twelve. Oh, now, really? This isn't magical because we're basically just seeing a big version of what you could already yeah. do on the iPhone. But it's nice to have it. Okay. So put all your games in that folder. Okay. My games are in a folder. Put Angry Birds in there. Uh, <laughs> Angry Birds doesn't go in a folder. Put Plants vs. Zombies in there. Plants vs. Zombies can go <laughs> Put in Words with Friends in there. <laughs> I don't play Words with Friends any. Oh, it's full. Is it really? Is it oh, still? Wait, no. no. It's no. Is it 12? Oh, my God. Folder? I put almost an entire screen worth of apps in this folder. Put more in there. This is the most exciting podcast ever. I use that New York Times crossword. Oh, Labyrinth 2. Labyrinth 2. Oh, my God. All right. Let's see how the apps keep coming. There you go. Okay. Entire right. screen. That is, is a whole folder. screen of apps. Can you put more? Oh, so you don't have the iPhone limitation. You can put many more apps That's in right. there. That's good to I'm know. going to move that folder to a new screen and see how many more apps we can get in there. Let's just see. Okay, there's going to have to be a this limit. Is, this, oh, wait. Uh, I think that might have been it. I think you hit it. Yeah, no, that's it. Rejected okay. it. How many? What was Should, the limit? Was it, was it 16? No, no. I guess 20. 20. 
20 apps in a folder. One, two, three, four. One, Times two, three, five. four. 20 yeah, apps. 20. Can you put folders inside folders? No. no. That's you, madness. That, that, well, that's a computer. What the? What in God's <laughs> name are you talking about? They haven't invented that technology. Subfolders? It, what is this? Get, Gary, get, it's a Mac. Yeah, it just works, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's not okay. forget that. So, uh, right. let's see. Also, also, all right, I'm opening else? my mail. Yep. I'm going to a folder oh. labeled all inboxes. Oh, unified that mailbox. That is something that we love. We oh, love the yeah. unified yeah. mailbox. That, that makes uh, the iPad usable for me as an email device again. My goodness, yes. Okay, and that's such my big, a small yeah. thing. Yet we're all crying out for oh, it. That, you know that that's the thing that's going to push me back to iPhone for my phone is the the all mailboxes thing. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, and I th- then I think that's pretty much it. No, you can't. There's no uh, app changing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's app changing. Oh yeah, that's there we the go. best part. Okay, so there's the app oh. multitask. Oh no, so here's something interesting. I'd like. Yeah, you want to know the worst thing? What? Well, here it is. This switch up here is now a mute button. It's a mute switch. Right. The the what used to lock the orientation. This is the dumbest thing they've ever done. What was the point of that though? Because you could mute it just by holding the volume button down I, for two I seconds. I don't know. Why? I mean, there's they... no reason to have silent on an iPad. I think they just fucked up. I think it's beta. I actually have used the orientation lock button on a number of occasions. Oh yeah. And I don't really appreciate now having to swipe through a bunch of screens to I, get. To I that much prefer control. the orientation lock button as an orientation lock button, not as a mute button. Because you can do it when it's off. Yes. Yes. When you it's, do it when it's, it's off, you don't have to think about it. It doesn't take you out of the app that you're using. It's a nice thing to realize that they can reassign hardware buttons and find more useful uses for them. But I think this is mm-hmm. actually a step back. So the interesting thing is multitasking works on many of the iPhone 4 apps. Like if you have a unified app, for example, like the Kindle app, which is what I'm in now, mm-hmm. uh, it actually does pull, you know, it does save your state. So I'm exiting out of the Kindle app. I'm going to go back instead of going back to the whisper screen like it normally right, does. Right, straight back in. Go straight back into the book, which is so fantastic. That's nice. State save. Okay. Um, state save is is in full effect for unified apps only. iPad. If there, if an app is an iPad app and not a not a not doesn't have the plus on it in the store, uh-huh. then it doesn't necessarily do that. Okay. Now iPad has less RAM than iPhone. Two hundred fifty-six megabytes. That right. Is correct. So, how's that experience going to change? Um, I haven't noticed any big differences yet. Mm. I noticed the other day that my iPhone was holding a staggeringly large number of apps open. I think that I I really well, no, there's there's a dispute over what those things mean. When, I think when these you, are just shortcuts. Yeah. Uh, whether whether it's a save state or if it's actually still running. in it's the It's a save state. Right. It's not running in the background right, for the right. most part. I mean, with a very few exceptions. But then all the stuff like Pandora and the multitasking and all that stuff works the same as you'd expect. So we're going to be very pleased to see this on the iPad. So this, this I mean, what, it, what it's been crying out for. This is really good. I mean, I, I would say I've been, I've been using it for about 18 hours now, probably off and on. The thing I would say is that it's much more stable than the beta iOS updates were, but like by a wide, wide margin for iPhone. Uh, so, I mean, this is this is pretty polished. It seems pretty good to Do go. Do you think this is a more useful update than 4.1 was for the iPhone? Just oh, no through the nature of the device? 100%, yeah. Why there, is that? There's also printing, which yeah. Yeah, printing Will doesn't have good. a printer, so... We can't really test that, I don't but that is that is nice to know. You can just you can get to say like your boarding pass or whatever, and just print it right out. Yeah, and it, it works in an interesting way. So it can, you have to have a Mac in order for the shared printing to work. Oh, and, really? Okay. And so you share the printer from your Macintosh to the network. Wait, and so then, if I have a wireless printer, can I not just establish a direct connection? I do not believe so. That's why not. Well, because then they have to build printer drivers for this OS that oh, doesn't have printer drivers. Goodness. Okay. So I mean, you think about it; it kind of makes sense. I think it's. A, I'd rather do that than have to have so all it's, all three thousand printer drivers. Right. So all it really is doing is establishing a connection to the device, that setting does a have PDF over. Okay. Yeah. And, all right. And then, it, but I mean, it works. Supposedly, okay. we haven't tried it. Uh, so yeah, that that's a uh, iOS four point two for iPad. You can tell a lot of man, but a lot about a man by looking at his iPad. 
icons. Home screen? What, what, the, what, what, what do you see about to, me? What he chooses to put on the first screen. Well, nothing bad. I can see that you're a reader. I do it, read. You've got Instapaper and Kindle right down there in the dock, which is, you know, that's all about reading. This is some comparison. I have now, 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 by comparison, uh, Norm's Captain got video Netflix and Air Video, so he likes to watch things rather than read them. You know, the, the thing that I don't know is why I have iPod here, because I never, ever use iPod. I do sometimes. Be, I, do, well, really I listen to music useful. while reading. There you Interesting. Go. You yeah. both have you both have the official Twitter for iPad app in yeah, your dock. Which is we'll talk about that in a moment. Well, we, you talk. both like to tweet. You know, this is a See, perfect. Well, well, perfect Marvel segue. comics. I have a uh, comics Moby. Oh, oh I, I put a little comic wars. There. I moved all my comics. Acts. I, I've actually been I'll, using the Comicsology app. I think it's this one, right? This is the one that pulls all of the ones from DC and Image and all the different Comicsology. Like you can view. This isn't it, is it? Yeah, this is it. This is the one you can see all of the comics you bought from anywhere. I also have Comic Zeal, which I like a lot. Oh, that's good. I use Comic Zeal to when I I'm bad when there's stuff that you can't buy, and I have the book for it. I just downloaded the pirate version. So what else do you have? You've got Keynote. Why would you have that? Uh, I tested it for the site a long time oh, ago. Okay. You know, I'm all up in presentations and shit, dude. What else have you got there? What's that one next to Air Video? Uh, next to Air Video is the free flight app for the helicopter. I usually okay. leave my home screen pretty bare, actually. I like to have a place to, for, for new apps to land so I can decide where to put them. But then they stop putting them on the homepage, so I don't, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, I find, I find that I move things back, and I like to keep the, the, the apps that are in the heaviest rotation on my first page, so I'm not, I'm I'm go, not uh, swiping around to get to them. Right now, I'm going to tell you I'm going to make a comics app there you go. folder. For all of my comics apps. I'm pretty stoked about that. Just so, don't do what I do and then find when you're trying to find a comics app later, freak out and forget that you put them all in a folder. Well, That's the thing. I just search. I think when you put things in folders, you use them less. I agree. I think you're probably true. I think that, that may be true. I agree. I mean, the thing is, realistically, what I use my Kindle for are, I mean, my iPad for are the Kindle app, uh, the Twitter app, the yes. web browser, and email. That's probably my, those are probably my most used That's as well. Top four by a wide, wide margin. Yeah. And occasionally Netflix. Sometimes I'll lay in bed and watch Netflix when I'm too lazy to move to the living room. Right. Okay. Uh, speaking of that new Twitter app, let's blow through some mail, uh, some news, and go do. Let's go. I think we should go play a little Halo, guys. I, I, I'll play a little Halo. All right. Okay. Let's do some quick news okay, bursts. So new Twitter. Uh, it basically iPad like web interface. Do any of you have it yet? Uh, no, do not have it. They're going to roll it out slowly over the next couple of weeks. There's you just, a video. You just get it when you get it, right? Yeah. Screenshot uh, gallery online on Twitter's website. Uh, I think. It's going to be great for people who want more from Twitter. I don't like it because all I want is the feed, and I also only use the website. I don't use TweetDeck. You have a Twitter app on your iPad right there. I do have a Twitter Liar. app on my iPad, uh, but I use the feed only. Oh, on your PC. On so this PC. is so like you okay. said, this is more like the iPad app where the linked images and linked yes. videos and yeah. web page and stuff all I, I appear right there embedded on the page. Mm-hmm. Not You'd have to click. It gives you link. easy access to all the... All the link stuff. Is, it, is Twitter becoming more like Facebook? I, no, I don't. Don't. It's don't, I am. It's I am Facebook. Yeah. So it's it's the things that people want to share with each other. It's if that Facebook messaging stuff was good and people used it. I mean, the thing that I like about Twitter and the reason Twitter is not like Facebook is it still does not require the one to one connection. I got into an argument with uh, Dan Stapleton. Uh, oh no, that's, that's, that's a bad idea. We call that a yeah, trap. It's not hard to do at the best of right. times. But he was complaining uh, about the about the text limit, and I was making the argument that the brevity of it is part of the, the, the is part of the. The reason of the Dan Stapleton is complaining about the text limit is he's the kind of guy that would post a three thousand word response to a two sentence post yes. on a message. If board. only he could compose his thoughts, yes, in clearly and concisely. Characters, we'd all, we'd all much like Ice T, right? Exactly, much like Ice T. Ice T. If Ice T can do it, why can't you? That's right. that would be my message. HTC, HTC introduced the Desire HD and Desire Z. Yes, during Nokia a, world. 
Well, no, yeah. it was big. Um, so HTC held a conference in London. Um, Coinciding. Basically, the uh, Evo, but uh, with the GSM. Mm. So are we excited? Uh, I think so. I think it's, it's Evo uh, with the GSM sounds good. It sounds four point three like- inch screen. You know, eight megapixel camera. It's Ooh. not the next generation of, of smartphones killer. yet, um, but. It is uh, it is a sexy HTC phone for the masses, you and know? it's big. It's yeah, a, it's, it's big. A, it's Four point three inch. Yeah. So rather than it's, it seems like if you don't like the Galaxy S phones, which have been kind of shitty. Yeah, Samsung seems to have the market right now for um, for AT and T uh, for for GSM well, and for big screen phones yeah. too. That's well, how I feel about these giant phones. They're not actually that big. I mean, this is one of the giant. You know, is that one of the giant ones? Well, that's, a, that's I, kind of mid-sized. I, I've seen more and more people with the Droid no, X. No, this isn't giant. This that's is not giant. Evo. This that's, isn't Evo. That's no, 3.7, no. right? That's 4. 4.1? Four is this, is the, is is this the Captivate stuff? That's the Captivate. How do I even turn it on? The button's on the uh, left thumb. Okay. All right. So yeah, this isn't as big as the Evo and the Droid X. Nokia World's on at the same time. Yeah, Nokia, is, is Nokia announced... Nokia doing anything? Yes, announced uh, new Symbian 3 phones. Symbian Cubed. Okay. Um, we, is, that, is this what was it you said Nokia was a while ago? Uh, I didn't say it. I read it online. Nokia is the McDonald's of uh, of, who said of, that? of we smartphones. We should attribute it. Uh, Gizmodo said that. Gizmodo said that. Yeah. Well, it, it does seem strange that they that they they are still the biggest manufacturer in the world. I believe. Maybe. And you know, like I said, pretty much everyone in the third world where you see a McDonald's, you see someone with a with a with a dumb phone in their hand. Well, it's but a Nokia. The, the thing but, is, they they've just lost all market share in North America. It seems like, or why, at least why, outside of feature phones. And why have they completely? You know, as 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 the smartphone sector is booming, and BlackBerry and uh, and Palm and and Apple and Microsoft are all fighting it out. Where is the leading cell phone company in the world? Well, much like BlackBerry and much like RIM and Microsoft, they bet on their own OS, the Symbian stuff. And have Which is of, awful. I mean, it's actually open source now, right? Yeah, the Symbian OS because... is so bad that even the blo- the fanboy bloggers that run Symbian sites have been <laughs> shutting down and saying, I can't deal with this anymore. That's how bad it is. Uh, Gary Widow, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. Google TV pricing rumor? Uh, two ninety nine with subsidy what? with Dish Network. Two ninety nine is ridiculous. That Rumors sounds that, a lot more expensive than Apple TV to oh, me. Yeah, but it's a different it's service. A real product. You realize it's it's a completely different thing. Well, as Apple TV not is not a, a real product. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, well, Google TV is supposed to be a front end overlaid on top of all your videos, giving you access to different video content and streams. It's a TiVo competitor. Apple TV is a device just for accessing iTunes. Yeah. And renting video. I mean, th- so in the Dish TV world where you're used to paying a lot of money for a box and you get a subsidy when you sign up for a two-year contract, that $299 price point actually does make sense because it's going to end up being free with a two-year contract. Probably. So um, it's, it's it's a reason for you to get Dish. I'll probably be getting Dish this winter. And, and I mean the thing about Dish Hope is – for good weather. Yeah. Oh, I had a satellite dish for years. It, it, rain doesn't I lost stop the picture. satellite dish. Mountains stop satellite dishes. Snow. We don't get snow here. We're safe. Uh, uh, let's see. Bobby Kotick – uh, of Activision, what will happen here, Gary? I wasn't. I, I just saw very briefly that Bobby Kotick from Activision said something crazy. G- as he's gave some to. speech about wanting to sell people uh, uh, feature-length uh, movies comprised of the the cinematics that we see in in the game. So, so like twenty so thirty Machinima. dollars a time. Basically, Machinima, but at sold to you at, at, at thirty dollars. Feature, feature length, three Machinima, times the though. price of a movie ticket. Starcraft 2 is not machinima. That is rendered 3D well, movies. Well, look, I mean, and, and let's, uh, maybe it's not that crazy. So people have said all along. I mean, I, if, you were to show, if you were to offer me a feature-length movie set in the Warcraft, Starcraft universe... Just machinima. That, that was cre- but created by... No, the, no, no, no. By the created cinematic by the people. Who oh, yeah, yes. I would that, pay $10 that would be for astonishing. that. But hold on. We've had that before. It was Final, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. It doesn't work. It's bad. That movie was bad. Well, theatrically, that didn't work. He's saying that he's going to sell you something that so goes you, straight to your so, computer at home. Yeah, 
But the, the problem I think people are having is the thirty dollars thing because That's ridiculous. this I, I understand art assets because it's actually a level below what Pixar's do. Pixar has to render everything. And then do like you know the whole render farm stuff, and that's expensive. All the servers, but all the artists create high high you know high res models. Now they're talking about using the COD engine, you know, or next generation, whatever, creating lower res models, and then just sending you script files over your 360, right. and you're playing with the downloaded right. engine. So they are talking about machinima. They're machinima. So, and, and, and to be fair, Gabe Newell from Valve has also been espousing this. He's been saying if someone's going to make a Half Life movie, it should be us, and they would rather do it in engine. Using the, you know, they've never. Well, they done, have the face technology to do it. Right. And they've never done traditional cinematics. They've always done stuff yeah, that's rendered yeah. in. No one has a problem with the technology. The problem is if Valve, if Valve did it, they would release it for free or very cheap. Yes. And Bobby Kodak wants to sell it for $30. Well, so here's the thing Do you think Bobby Kodak is notorious for being easy to misquote because he's a lunatic sometimes? He says stuff that sounds like he's a lunatic. Do you think he was trying to convey that? The cinematics that we make are so good that people would pay $30 for them? Or do you think he was saying, hey, we have this business plan that involves us charging people $30 for game cinematics? Well, Dan Amrick, if you're listening, please answer these questions. You should go look us. at the quote and read for yourself. I think, it's, I think it could be easy to spin it either way. Yeah, I mean, they, I read the quote and I don't remember it off the top of my head, so I'm not going to try to do it. But I remember thinking, this is the kind of thing that, like, if you wanted to make an anti body codic post, it would be really easy. So to do. let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he's just saying that the quality of their cinematics in games is so high. That people would pay thirty dollars. I mean, the te- even even that statement itself is is. Pr- I would I would watch the full length Blizzard cinematics, but I don't know if I would watch the machine. Well, see, see, with Activision games, it's all machinima in Call of Duty, at least. Well, except for Blizzard, which is an Activision game too. Although Bl- even Blizzard have now made a move towards the machinima yeah, style it, cinematics. Most of most of Starcraft two uses, uses is, the engine exactly, and and granted, it's great camera work and scripting. It's very high end. It almost it almost looks mm-hmm. like a cinematic. Yep, but. I, I don't think anyone would pay $30 to watch two and a half hours of, of in-game. No, not at all. In-game cinematics. But I mean, on the other hand, think about the quality and go back and watch the original StarCraft One cinematics again. You know, the one – think about that opening scene where the two hillbillies are out in the middle of the, the colonist world. It's yeah. the best part of the game. I mean, it's yeah. fantastic. I and mean, it still looks pretty good. I mean, it looks a little rubbery now, but I mean, still looks okay. It's aged well. Yeah, it does look pretty good. Gentlemen, that's the end of my list. You want to go play some Halo? Is it the new one, or are we just playing? Yeah, we're some? gonna play Reach. Okay, no, good. we're gonna play Halo playing, One oh, yeah, play. on LAN on TNT. So <laughs> Halo on PC. I got Halo Two right now. Let's go play. Are we on a LAN, or are we letting people in from no, the, we'll out, play with people outside from the, the game preserve? Yeah. Oh, see, that's what scares me. <laughs> no, 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 they're muted. You won't be able to hear them. Well, it's not so much that. It's you're the, gonna be humiliated. <laughs> not only that, the people will see you play. Can yeah. we? Can we also take their guns away and? No, and they'll be nice to you because they want to be on TV. Is the thing? Oh, it's actually it's a, like a live. Yeah, thing. we do it live. All right, like well, eight thousand people will be there. Okay, great. So basically, we're attracting all these people. Yes, okay. the very you worst, don't want to play with the worst. Uh, yeah, they're gonna murder me. Okay. So, so uh, for Norman Chan uh, and Gary Witta, thanks for coming in, Gary. I love New Zealand. Any any too uh, little, too any late, plugs? Friend. Any plugs? Either you guys, you want to plug your uh, album or upcoming movies? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I changed my Twitter name, much to Norm's confusion. <sighs> oh, Why did you do that? Um, <sighs> I I don't know. Just because I was looking at other people and they just used their full names. You so mean like just, me, Will Smith? Yeah. yeah. People use their full name because they couldn't get just their last name. Yeah, but I I can't get just my it wasn't just my last name it was G Witter. Well, that was the next. That's the next I thing. Wasn't, which I wasn't that's about. the next. I wanted T Witter. I wanted Twitter. I <laughs> that would have been funny. I, somebody already had funny. it for some reason. So I'm now. If you want to follow me, I'm at Terrence Witter. You mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's my uncle. Actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's a good guy. So maybe it's him, the bastard. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, follow me at uh, Gary Witter. W H I T T A. W H I T T A. Norm is N Chan. I'm Will Smith. You're Will Smith. 
We're uh, on Facebook and all sorts of other stuff. If you like this, leave a comment. Let us know so we'll keep doing it. And as always... I, I'm changing mine to G-Widow now. <laughs> no, I think I have that too. No. What? Does it get put back in the... No, it goes back in the pool. Well, that's fine. I'm just going to get verified and then people will know that you're not. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're in a race right now. You're, you, you're back to only 12 followers ahead of me. Oh, really? Shit, I gotta do something outrageous. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start retweeting Norm three times a day. How many followers do you have? You have many more, don't you? I don't know, twelve or thirteen thousand. Yeah, how, how do you get that because, many? Because, oh, it's because it's for the longest all... time, he was the default name for Max PC. <laughs> and it's also because they all think they're getting the other. They don't all Smith. think that. I do. We, we, we did a chart. We did a chart. Remember, we did a chart. Yeah, yeah. The, it was, it was, it was a, it was a pie <laughs> graph. Right. It was eighty-five, like ninety-five percent, two percent. I think of people who follow Will think he's. That the real Will Smith, so like, wow, the, the real right? Will Smith knows Seven, a lot about he's gadgets. Really nerdy. Seven point nine percent are Maximum PC fans, and point one percent is Will's Will mom. Smith fans. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. shocking. Are you secretly hoping that that, that Will Smith's going to want to tweet one day and he's going to offer you a lot of money? I'm, I'm waiting. That's my ticket out of this hellhole. I've, I've been telling people that for years, <laughs> hoping somebody can get word to him. <laughs> Your ship's going to come in one day. Yeah, yeah, big money for that Twitter handle. <laughs> Will Smith comedy. Right. What he's going to do is he's going to sign up for that Will Smith. Do it Kevin Smith style. That's what you should do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for Gary and Norm, I'm Will. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys. Uh, well, I guess uh, I got to stall for a sec while I get the soundboard thing up next week. Hi there. I didn't see you. Pass it. Sometimes we do stuff that's awesome. Sometimes we do stuff that's just dumb. We got to do fake outtakes. We had real outtakes. I didn't record no, you, many of them. Oh, we got some classics were, in the beginning. Can we, can we talk about the, the YouTube thing? <laughs> I have a list of inanities for the beginning, and then there's like three minutes of tech news at the end. Right. <laughs> I saw that movie, The Queen Was Visiting New Zealand or something, and I was like, it's a sad Aborigine lady. You see the Pope saying that England's a third world country? Oh, he's, 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 visiting. Got he's going there right now. He's visiting. That's fucking rich, isn't it? Um, you know what? You I, know what we're doing right now? We're making outtakes. It's gone too far. Let's, let's leave these. These are like the outtakes that we can't use. They're yeah, the outtake outtakes. Yeah.